Breaker, Breaker One Niner out there on the interwebs. Get your ears on for the fitness skills podcast from GMB. Over the next 30 minutes or so, we're going to give you some tips and advice on getting more out of your physical training so you can have more fun in you know the rest of your life that actually counts. Uh, my name is Andy Fawcett, and I'm here with the uh, hero of the GMB Epic Saga, Dr. Ryan Hurst Esquire III. Uh, our program and program director and head coach and a hell of a nice guy. How you doing, brother? What's I'm new? I'm doing all right. What's new is that I had possibly the greatest burger of my entire life last night. <laughs> I can still taste it, and I am not going to brush my teeth for a long time. There's actually a bit of beef stuck between my last two molars that oh, yeah. stays there for a while. Because, Heck yeah. yeah, it's it's just that good. Well, you know what? It sounds like you've had a busy, busy day. You also got some cardio in today. I got some cardio in. Um, um, actually, nothing to really like, uh, <laughs> you know, not very comedic at all. But uh, yeah. tell us a little bit about why you sprinted today. Well, uh, we had a little scare with our daughter and it turned out to be OK. But uh, you never know. She got stung by a bee and uh, we weren't going to wait around or I wasn't at home. My wife was not going to wait around to figure out if uh, she was allergic to bee stings or not and got on the way to the emergency room and called me on the way there. And I was pretty far away, but. I realized that, you know, waiting for a cab or trying to get on a bus or something wasn't going to work. So I'm like, hell, you know, screw it. I'll run. And I, so I, I literally sprinted for upwards of 15 minutes, which apparently is not possible. But that's <laughs> the thing about adrenaline. Yes. Uh, you know, and I think I think I, I did not really time or measure my my run. I mean, I, I probably did not break any any world records or anything, but I'd, I'd say I was moving at a, at a pretty fair clip, uh, regardless of the sorry state of my cardio conditioning uh, schedule. Um, but it just yeah, it just goes to show you when kids when your kids are involved, um, you can pretty much do anything. It's, uh, you know, there's always stories of mothers and fathers out there, you know, lifting cars off of their children and things like that. It's, I know if my kids, something happened, boy, I tell you what, you turn into a different person. You'd go and, uh, Hulk. It's just seriously, just turn green and just do what you got to do. And uh, a few minutes later, yeah. you're like, how the hell am I wearing purple corduroy <laughs> pants? <laughs> exactly. They're all torn actually, up. Actually, for me, though, I actually have three pairs of purple corduroy pants, so it wouldn't be a big deal. But I think it's for most people, that might be a bit of a revelation. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I'm happy that Momoko is okay. So, yeah, uh, definitely. That's a good thing. But, that's uh, good you know, thing. that's that's one of the things that we, we do train for is those kind of eventualities that come up. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, regardless of what adrenaline does for you, too, you always want to make sure that, you know, you're you're in a state that in a in a general state of health that you can do what you need to do. You know, like if I if I had a wonky ankle or something from, you know, a training injury or from just, you know, being injured from some other reason, I wouldn't have been able to run, you know, mm -hmm. and that yeah. could have been a problem. I mean, luckily, yeah. she was OK either way. Even if I had just kind of like sat down and had a beer instead, she would have been fine. But I didn't know that. You yeah. Know? Um, so anyway, we're going to talk today about um, we're going to talk about kind of uh, some intersecting worlds, um, you know, between, uh, you know, body weight exercise, calisthenics, adult gymnastics, movement, the art of movement, um, 
uh, versus the world, you know, fitness, exercise, what all these things mean, if anything at all, how do they all fit together, what the hell does it mean to you, anything else you want to kind of mention before we get rolling, Ryan? No, it sounds like we've got a full plate of food in front of us that we need to jump right into and devour. Yeah, I don't want to get that burger flavor out of my mouth, though. Um, before I, so I'm going to ask you a couple of specific questions that people yeah. have uh, been tossing to us. But before right. that, I also want to say thanks to people uh, who have jumped on and, and rated the podcast and given us comments there. We really appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Here's one of the recent ones. Sammy Sam said, the podcast was funny, very entertaining. It also exposes you to a wide variety of fitness and movement advice, sources, and more in-depth information on the GMB method of skill-based fitness. Uh, definitely great for the fist fitness enthusiast who goes against the grain and does not buy into the arrogant gym rat attitude. Thank you, Sammy Sam. Um, yeah, that arrogance thing, it's all over the damn place in the fitness world. Uh, and sport, too, because, I mean, inherently sport is uh, it's comparative. You know, it's competitive. Yeah. And so you're going to get people that, that, you know, their egos are on the line. Um, but I think that we try to do a pretty good job to avoid it even though we do know that we are literally the best ever at everything <laughs> uh, and we do tend to associate with other people that, that don't really have that attitude too like you know Mike Fitch, Al Cavadlo, uh, you know, and other people that you know we talk about a lot just those guys I've been in contact more lately so I, I have them I guess on the brain so to speak but uh, you know I will say though um Looking at people who have rated and commented on our podcast, uh, we don't have any ratings from anyone in Chile yet. Uh, we don't have any ratings from anyone in Finland yet. Come on, Finland? Finland? I was just there in August. Finnish people, come on, throw us a bone. We've got like we've got like over a hundred people in our posse in Finland. One of you guys can can give us a rating. Come on, come on. Also, Ghana. Oh, Ghana come on ratings now. from Ghana. Wait, wait, What's wait. up with that? Ryan, Japan. What? We don't have a single rating in the what? Japanese iTunes store. Well, you know what? Our next podcast, let's go ahead and do it all in Japanese. I. Eo. That would work yeah, nothing but Japanese from here on out. Uh, but anyway, no matter what country you're in, we always appreciate the uh, the ratings and the comments because that helps other people find us. And yeah. we know we're important. You know we're important. And so being found is actually kind of a big deal. So uh, we really appreciate that. If you enjoy the podcast, definitely give us a rating. That's helpful. Now, um, Rapid fire question. Rapid fire. It's not really going to be rapid because I, it usually takes you a couple of seconds, a couple minutes so, to answer. But um, yeah. uh, so let's get into some of these uh, these personal details. Um, Ryan, how tall are you at anyway? <laughs> Depends on what country I'm in. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm um, actually in centimeters. I'm 174 centimeters. Um, that would roughly translate to about five foot eight. Uh, you and I are actually about the same height. Yeah, how um, am I taller than you? I think I'm 175 centimeters. Yeah, 175. Yeah, I'm 174. So I'm actually um, not that tall at all. Um, but I just appear huge, you know, in all of my pictures. Yeah, it's yeah because, anyway, it's because we whatever. always film you next to children. That's right. That's And that's why I live in Japan. That's why I moved to Japan. Um because I, I like to feel like I'm one of the large people. No, actually, though, uh, 
there's some pretty big tall people here in Japan nowadays there so uh, yeah I gotta move to another country where there's some shorter people so Peru, I can feel like I'm perhaps. tall Peru there we go being closer there to the equator so. I believe pulls them uh, it increases <laughs> the uh, effect of gravity and yeah. Prevents them from getting too tall. That's my scientific uh, explanation. <laughs> That's um, good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, while, we're, while we're getting personal, how old are you? Um, I'm 40 years old and actually in, in just a few days. In two days, I'm turning 41. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, I, I have not <laughs> sent you a present. I, I apologize. Good. Don't. There's no reason to do that. <laughs> Just money. That's all I need. I, I did send you money, so that's, <laughs> that's right. Okay. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, cool. <laughs> uh, and also, so actually, you made a video. I was that you we we haven't really we haven't uploaded it to YouTube yet. We're gonna put this up uh, about uh, you know learning Japanese and, and living in Japan and stuff. But I, I just want to also like, mention this here because we we actually get weird comments about this. Like, so why do you talk so funny, Ryan? <laughs> Yeah, I explained it in that video, uh, just like you said. Anyway, um, I've been in Japan now for just a little over 20 years. So half of my life I've been in Japan. and Literally uh, half of your life in a foreign country. Yes. And so um, my English isn't the best because for a while, for quite a few years, I spoke no English at all. Everything I did was in Japanese. And so I picked up, well, in order to do the best I could in Japanese, I just focused on speaking Japanese and doing it well. And so I kind of put my English to the side. And so my the nuance and the even the pitch and the phrasing that I use is pretty messed up. I'm aware of that. <laughs> I think I, I think I do a lot better compared to even a couple years ago. However, it it's it's so much easier for me to communicate in Japanese right now. It sounds funny, but really, I mean, this morning I wake up and my wife, you know, we're talking and it's in Japanese, and my mother-in-law's there and it's in Japanese. So the first thing out of my mouth in the morning. Uh, Word-wise, at least, is uh, Japanese. So that's yeah. why I actually have trouble with my English. So. It's actually funny, uh, you know, uh, this morning, actually, just a few minutes before we got on the line to do this podcast, my neighbor actually came over to ask how our daughter was. Uh, and, uh, you know, and that was a conversation. She's Japanese, too. Weird coincidence, she's from the same town my wife is from, which is a very, really? wow. very small city, not many people even have heard of but uh so yeah total coincidence we ended up next to each other in this building in hawaii but uh so i I realized that a lot of my conversations happen to be in japanese too and i don't even notice it anymore i know you don't notice it anymore like whether you're speaking english or japanese it's just kind Uh of you just you're just speaking just yeah exactly Uh, but then when you when you have to choose one and try to sound lucid and intelligent and uh (laughs) sometimes that's why you know videos are so tough for me even the podcast here i'm always thinking okay you know there's pauses like what i just did right yeah uh you know it's so frustrating but uh i think i'm getting better at it and uh andy and jarlo thanks to you guys you help me out and tell me don't say this phrase or or say it this way so that helps out a lot um yeah 
cool. Yeah, language. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, if you're listening to any of our stuff and you're like, man, Ryan kind of sounds kind of funny. Like, <laughs> well, you know, you'd sound funny too if you had spent literally half your life living as a foreigner in another country. That's just kind of kind of comes to the territory. Language, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. So let's get into this. Um, let's right. talk about sort of what we do. Uh, you know, it's hard to define things, but I think that people people care about definitions and people care about where stuff comes from. Um, I, I'm actually a really big fan of the way Mike Fitch explains uh, how he kind of put together his uh, his system at Global Bodyweight Training and Animal Flow and all that, um, that he says he learns from a variety of things. You know, he, he used to be you know into bodybuilding, basically, but then he got interested in moving and and he he's practiced and studied everything from you know capoeira to parkour to you know dance and b-boy stuff to gymnastics and calisthenics and all these things but what he does is none of those he doesn't teach any of those and i think that that's you know that's awesome that he has no problem talking about the sources he draws on and still he doesn't he doesn't use any of those to try to to try to prop up what he does you yeah. know he says he he says that if if he does any of those things badly, it's him. It's not that he's. It's not that those things are bad. If he does a move that you know maybe somebody in Capoeira might do better, it's not because of that. That's the way that Capoeira looks and is dumb. It's because he Mike, you know, that's that's him doing something that's not Capoeira anymore. So don't judge Capoeira. I, I love that. I think that's great. Yeah, you know? I do too. <clears throat> Mike is such a humble guy, and we chat quite often. In fact, yesterday we had a pretty interesting chap anyway um he's just the way that he presents himself and the way that he present presents his movements in such a humble way and um representing himself i think is wonderful um you know i'm very similar in the fact that i've never studied capoeira um you know wushu movements or anything like that it's it's just something that i wanted to do and so or wanted to do is, for example, I'll see a movement that I think is cool and then I'll learn how to do it so that I can hopefully uh, teach it in a way that will allow other people to perform it. So, you know, we aren't gymnasts, you know, get right into it. Uh, Al talks a lot about this and recently he he had a big post. I don't remember where that post was. On the um, progressive calisthenics. Okay, it was blog. there. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think it's pccblog.dragondoor.com. Uh, we will link to it in the blog post for this uh, podcast episode. It's a good article and it's called I Am Not a Gymnast. And That's I think really where he was coming from with that is that, you know, he does... And he teaches some movements like levers and pull-ups and things like that that, you know, uh, classically have, uh, you know, a connection to gymnastics. And some people had said, oh, well, you're doing it wrong because in gymnastics it's this way. And it's very, you know, you must do it the way that gymnasts say that you do it. And I was like, I'm not a gymnast. I don't have to do it the way gymnasts do it. Mm -hmm. I move mm -hmm. the way that I, I find value in and I teach the way that you know, creates the training effect that I want to create and is fun. <clears throat> and I, I love that attitude. I think it's great. I think that we can take from different things uh, and, you know, learn from them and adopt them and adapt them. And there we can do that without bastardizing them terribly and without diluting them or removing value from them. You know, you can definitely do it in a way that removes value. That's easy to do. And the way to do that is by 
by you know just copying the outward form of something without without uh, you know trying to without trying to master the actual process of it you know mm-hmm. but uh, but you can you can do these things in a way that combines different values from different things and creates something that's interesting and that's that's kind of what I think that we're doing too and a lot of people are doing it and creating different combinations now I think that it does a disservice to uh, to everyone when we try to compare it to gymnastics which is a sport it's a competitive sport that is scored by judges uh, on a point system you know yes it's it, yeah, very was, very yeah. different from a from a physical fitness training protocol exactly I was just gonna say that and um, actually last night I was teaching a class and there's a guy who's training under me, he's going to start teaching classes for me uh, here in Japan. And part of the thing that I was explaining to him is that um, just that fact, we don't work on a point system. What we're doing is not for competition or anything like that. So what's very important is to learn how to perform a particular movement different ways. So going for into the uh, back lever, just as an example, and this is what we were talking about is, you know, turning the thumbs out and making sure that you're pulling the arms down and that's the correct way to perform it. But really, you know, turning your hand thumbs in is just fine. It's just another way of performing the movement and um, it'll get you a different result. It has a different goal perhaps. But looking at movement, really, I think rather than saying that something is wrong or it shouldn't be done this way because XXX is instead looking at it in the way, are you ready for that particular movement or is this movement going to perhaps harm you in some way so that it's better not to do it that way, I think is is a good way to look at it instead of saying, well, gymnasts do it this way, so you have to do it this way. Uh, The more that you can learn about a movement, um, try and change it up and find something that maybe matches you and then work on possibly – I don't want to say creating a new movement because I think pretty much all movements have already been done, but finding something that's fun to do for you instead of um, just following the way that someone says you have to do it and there's no other way. Yeah, and yeah, the um, argument, you know, of course, yeah, if you turn the thumbs out in the back lever, then you're, you know, conditioning the elbow tendons and that can, you know, prepare you for the iron cross. But yes. let's say you're never, ever going to use rings or you never really care about getting Iron Cross. Well, then in that case, turn your thumbs however the hell you want. You're not sure. using this exercise as a preparatory step for Iron Cross conditioning, you know? Uh, and the movements that that I presented in the videos that I put out are really, for the most part, there's so many different ways I could do it. But I'm just giving one example of that I feel would be best for a person to progress into other movements. Wait, so you it's mean not that, that when you teach something, it's not the one super ultimate right way that everybody must adhere to or they're an idiot? Well, because I'm perfect and everything I say has to be done my way, then yes. No, I'm just kidding, of course. I mean, and you bring up a good point because there are a lot of people who do videos and say this is the only way that this should be performed. Well, pff, bullshit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You know, um, a lot of people, you know, we sometimes actually use the phrase, you know, mastering your movement or um, mastering something. And really, that term 
can be difficult because I don't think it's possible to master all movement. Well, we, I mean, we have, coming from a martial arts background, for you and I and Jarlo, of course, like saying that you've mastered anything is totally verboten. Like, yeah, you're not allowed. Just, it's, exactly. It's just, you, know, even you will the term never ever master, master anything. And so, yeah. but, you know, I think that we're, we're modern Western people as well. And so I think it's okay for us to say that you're going after mastery, that you're practicing sure, mastery, sure. that you're working towards it. And without being a totally arrogant ass, you're not yeah. claiming that you have mastered all things in life. You're not a guru of pull-ups. <laughs> and, you know, if you do want to, let's say, master a particular movement, you do need to know all the different variations of it, I believe. And so yeah. instead of just working on the one particular movement that somebody says you have to work on, well, okay, you might be able to nail that. But what happens if you happen to turn your hand a particular way that's not like that? Or your legs do something that maybe you've never tried before. I think that being able to, to, to explore and find different ways to perform particular movements, and the more that you do it is actually going to help you to get better. Um, the drill that I had this guy working on last night was to take three movements that he's very, very comfortable with and try to put them together but do them in a way that he's never done before and so instead of you know we weren't doing on this particular um uh can't even think of the word i was going to say this this game that i was actually having him do was on the floor it was just regular um locomotive movements but trying to get him out of the mindset of saying okay it's got to be this way and I didn't even tell him how to do it at all. I just said, this is this is what you're going to focus on and just do it. So um, getting back to our original topic of what are we? Well, you know, we're not, we're not gymnasts. I have a gymnastic background, but I also have a very, very long history of performing martial arts and different martial arts. Andy, you know, parkour, he's, you've done that. Or parkour. Badly. Very, very, yes. I've done a I mean, lot but of you, But you do parkour. it, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Jarlo with his background and everything like that. Now, I'm usually the guy, pretty much the guy, who's showing all the movements and everything. So, obviously, there's going to be, there's going to be a flavor of certain things that I pull from um, in the movements that I show. But that doesn't mean that, that we are, you know, should be put into a particular box that says we're gymnast or we're this or this. No. The GMB movements that we do are just a reflection and a flavor of what I've learned over the years, you know, what Andy has learned and what Jarlo has learned and our expression of it. So even, you know, you practice GMB. Find your expression. Just because I do something one way doesn't mean that you have to do it exactly that way. Um, find what works for you. Yeah, that's Riff why we, off of it. That's why we give, you know, that's why we, in our teaching in our programs, that's why we give like two or three key points for each movement. Those are really the only non-negotiable things in terms of like yeah. getting the form right for, you know, for health and safety and really, you know, getting stronger. Once you've got those and you're able to do the movement, well, then you have a lot more room for, for leeway. You don't have to do everything else precisely the same way. Now, it does help to do things consistently when you're learning them, but then after you've learned it, uh, you, know, you, you, can, you have more space to express different ideas. 
Yes. Just like learning a language in the beginning, you first learn the basics and do them exactly the way you're taught. Then as you progress, that language becomes a part of you. You change it up and make it work for you. That's all it is. So, yeah. I think it's also uh, funny, uh, speaking of like the, the gymnastics thing, when we first released Rings 1 and uh, when GMB was brand new, I think one of our very first videos uh, that we posted on YouTube, um, you, you, had, uh, you were teaching something about doing pull-ups on gymnastic rings, and uh-huh. um, I think it was muscle-ups actually, muscle-ups on gymnastic rings, and you were showing the way, actually at that time, you know, we were teaching, especially in rings, a lot more gymnastic style stuff. And you were teaching muscle-ups the exact way that you had practiced them when you were a gymnast. <laughs> when you were doing gymnastics as a sports competitor uh, and winning meets and stuff, you were actually teaching that precise method of muscle-ups on the rings in this video. And I think one of the first comments we got was some guy that said, This man is not a gymnast. You can't trust him. He is a crossfitter. This is not the right <laughs> gymnastic muscle-up technique. And I just laughed my ass off because this guy was getting so indignant. Of course, it's a YouTube comment. I mean, so you can't take them too seriously. But uh, some guy was going off about how you're not a gymnast and therefore your muscle-up was horrible and nobody should ever, ever listen to anything you say because you're a CrossFitter, which you've never done CrossFit in your life. I've never in my life. <laughs> that is so awesome. You and know. the funny thing is, I mean, we all know that, you know, in gymnastics, a muscle-up is simply, and I've mentioned this before, not, you know, in relation to gymnastics, but I always say a muscle-up is simply a movement that gets you from below the rings to above the rings so you can start doing other cool shit above the rings. And so, you know, the only time I really used muscle-up in gymnastics, and most people, is for when they're trying to train skills above the rings and um, get up there as fast as possible. So, yeah, that's right. That's so funny, man. You gotta love it. It's hilarious, though, because it just goes back to what we're saying is that gymnastics does not own muscle-ups. You know, CrossFit people use a lot of muscle-ups. CrossFit people don't own muscle-ups either. Nobody does. Now, gymnasts and CrossFitters probably do muscle-ups a lot different. There's the whole kipping thing, among other things. You know, but uh, some, you know, CrossFitters actually work on very strict technique as well, and that's great. Um, But the point being is that, you know, each – any discipline that is a sport that has particular rules is going to adapt any movement to – fit those rules you know in martial yeah. arts it's very obvious when you have tournaments with people from different arts come together uh the people that win are the ones that take advantage of the rules in the most effective way not necessarily yes. the people who are the best fighters in their own arts and it's the same thing when you have a sport that dictates you know how you get scored for things uh so crossfit gymnastics uh, they both use the same movement but they do it very differently because it has to fit the needs of their sport and yeah. if you're not doing muscle-ups for a sport, then none of those things really apply to you, and you can do it in whatever way suits your goals. The way we teach it in GMB is the way that we feel fits most people's fitness needs as a, as a learning tool and as a, 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 a fitness, uh, a muscle-building and skill-building exercise. You know, For those needs where it fits into the program, the way we teach it is what we feel is the best. But we're by no means saying that this is the right way because gymnastics or this is the right, right way exactly. because exactly. body weight exercise or this is the right way because of whatever. It doesn't matter. 
Um, you know, you can call it the art of movement. You can call it whatever the <laughs> hell you want. You know, it, you don't need you don't need fancy pictures uh, of yourself in dramatic poses to enjoy practicing any of these things. So that's kind it's of, all about the selfie. Come on now, it's all about <laughs> taking the selfie. You know, getting that pump. You know, getting yep. doing it, and then afterwards taking a selfie. Am I wrong? Come on now. We know that's where it is. You're wrong. Oh. <laughs> um, cool. So anyway, um, I think that is a, a good place to stop for today. And, um, you know, whatever you're working on, don't compare yourself to people who are practicing a sport or practicing yeah. for different reasons. Now, yeah, you can measure your relative level of fitness or strength or whatever, and you can compare notes, but don't measure yourself against the way somebody does something if their goals are different from yours, you know, because the way they need to do it is different from the way you might need to do it. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, you know, leave us a rating or uh, leave a note on our Facebook page that says, oh, my God, you guys are so awesome. Or, yeah, oh, my God, you guys are so off base. Everybody knows that you must practice gymnastics or you're an idiot. Uh, whatever. You know, just let us know what you think. We love to hear from you guys. And uh, we will answer any questions on an upcoming podcast.